Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Weather Insider for Friday, September 6th, the weekend update. We are at number 135. This is also the evening edition. I'm Andy Robb from the AccuWeather Radio Network. And uh, joining me in the studio, well, these two guys have been pulling double, triple, quadruple <laughs> duty over the past week, several, several days. Of course, uh, senior meteorologist Dave Dombeck and our resident hurricane expert Dan Kudlowski back here. Guys, thank you for stopping in today. Well, again, uh, things are winding down, and uh, but Dave, you're still dealing with. Uh, I mean, Dave's mostly focused on the northeastern United mm-hmm. States, so so he's yeah, he's the, got a lot on his plate yet. Right, right. This is like uh, th- this is crunch time tonight, <laughs> tonight, yeah. and and tomorrow morning, maybe up in New England, and of course down down the pike from there uh, in Atlanta, Canada. Exactly. Uh, during the right. day on Saturday, it's exactly. going to be pretty bad in you know Halifax. Uh, in yep. Nova Scotia and eventually up into, into Newfoundland and that, yep. so that's good. That's going to be their worst weather coming exactly, up early exactly. in the weekend. And the way it's way it's way it's, way it's tracking again, like you said, it's going to brush. It's going to be the wind field is now. You know, the wind field's two hundred twenty miles in diameter, mm-hmm. uh, just about or two hundred twenty miles from radius. Uh, so that mostly on the east side, but when thunderstorms or, or large rain bands work their way around a hurricane sometimes that wind that that wind radius can work its way around the mm-hmm. northwest quadrant so so yeah so there's still going to be a lot of active weather i don't think it's going to be super strong along the coast of new jersey or too far away but the fact that new england sticks out like a sore thumb just right. like the like the outer banks do uh, they're going to get some they're going to get brushed uh, montauk point uh, the hamptons are probably going to see some wind yeah. gusts too tropical storm force right probably 45 50 is probably pushing but yeah. 45 for sure 40 yeah. 45 almost a given yeah and then probably the worst areas will be like nantucket martha's vineyard the outer part of the cape cod right. that's that's probably going to be yeah. the worst conditions that'll yeah. be like late tonight exactly maybe early tomorrow. and then it's not it would not be at all impossible for that area to get 60 mile an hour winds exactly wind gusts uh so yeah so we're obviously telling boaters to stay out of the water because uh, seas are going to get extremely rough, but uh, but Dorian right now is moving at 21 miles an hour to the northeast, and that was and, the latest. And it's, yeah. it looks like just looking at the satellite loop, you could just tell you could actually see it accelerating oh, yeah. now. So oh, yeah. very likely, as we as we go through the evening hours tonight, we're going to see the statements coming out, and those that forward speed is going to be picking up. So yeah, I the, I looked at uh, estimated wind uh, on the models. And some of the model outputs saying it's going to be moving at 30 miles an hour by the time it gets, it makes its closest approach, or closest approach, which will be about 140 miles to like Cape Cod, uh, mm-hmm. Nantucket area. So, yeah. so yeah, so it's going to be booking and. And that's obvi- not unusual. That's no, something we no. see all the time. As yeah. the storms get farther north, they get picked up by the westerlies right. and they yeah. accelerate. That that's something we see over and over and over again. So this is nothing like you know nothing we haven't seen you know, no, hundreds no. and hundreds of times before with these no, storms. Exactly, and, and Atlantic Canada is notorious to get the 
after after the hurricane is, mm-hmm. is transitioned to a non-tropical system. But I think in this case, it almost looks like Dorian's going to hit the central coast of uh, Nova Scotia mm-hmm. as a hurricane probably because uh, it's just mo- it's going to be moving too fast to lose tropical characteristics. So I think Halifax right. probably will see definitely hurricane force winds then. And as you said, as you get up further north, uh, Prince Edward Island and western portion of, of uh, Newfoundland, Newfoundland are yeah. definitely going to see tropical storm force winds with maybe hurricane force wind gusts. So uh, again, this is going to be one of the worst storms they've seen in quite some time. I think Juan, I can't remember when Juan hit mm-hmm. Hit one hit from the southeast uh, several years ago, and that caused tremendous damage in the Halifax area. Mm-hmm. And so this one could be just as bad because uh, it's again it's got a heck of a wind, uh, a, a tightly wound uh, wind pattern with it. So right. uh, there's no doubt that it's going to definitely cause some problems. And like you said, Dan, it's the it's the forward momentum of those storms. Yeah, they're it's getting over cooler water. We know that they're going to weaken. They're going to transition. But it's that forward speed. They don't have time to really weaken, and and it maintains that that strength, and it goes right into those those northern uh, areas there. Exactly, so. exactly. And very rarely, and, and you don't see those storm, that kind of situation happening very often. It happens like once every maybe ten, mm-hmm. maybe fifteen years. Sometimes they'll go twenty years without having a major hit on, especially like going right through Nova Scotia and then passing just to the west of uh, of Newfoundland. Right, know, so. right. A lot of times the storms they've recurved and they go out. In yeah, the most ocean, of them go out, the, toward, out in the open waters. Exactly. Or they, they brush the easternmost portion of, of Newfoundland and, right. and stay east of, of Nova Scotia. But in this case, it's going to barrel right through those areas. Right, right. Yeah, so. Now, one thing I was thinking, Dan, you know, as far as like folks in the Northeast, the Mid-Atlantic State, it's going to be a nice weekend. It's yeah. nice. There's sunshine behind this tomorrow and, and pleasant temperatures, low humidity. It's going to be a nice day. A little bit of a breeze for a while as, as Dorian departs, but overall it's going to be a nice day. However, for the folks going to the beaches, they're still going to be dealing with the rip current situation and the rough surf. So right. it's that lag effect. Even though the storm's moving away, bye-bye, you know, wave goodbye to it. You're still going to – it's going to be very, you know, uh, touch and go uh, if you if you want to get in the water. The water's nice and comfortable. Water's still warm now in September. Yeah. But, you know, the lifeguards are going to be busy uh, at the beaches tomorrow. If there's any lifeguards. Because well, this, yeah, this is past uh, yeah, It's like skeleton crew now. Yeah. <laughs> the ones that are there are going to be blowing the whistle a yeah. lot, I think. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. – so so basically, the bottom line is it's moving. Uh, Dorian's moving away from the North Carolina coast, 21 miles an hour. It'll pick up speed even up to 30 miles an hour, brushing uh, the Mid Atlantic and uh, New England coast, mm-hmm. and uh, then going into Atlantic Canada right. uh, later tomorrow, tomorrow night into Sunday. Destined so. to go to Iceland. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, the remnants are going to go right, <laughs> right past. Yeah, just yeah. to the south of Reykjavik. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's pretty much it, Andy. Well, you know, I got to say, as we as we approach the end of this podcast and, and for some of our coverage that we've done, do you guys have any final thoughts about about Hurricane Dorian and, yeah. and how it affected uh, the eastern seaboard? Well, yeah. I'll start here. And this is what, day 13 that we've been dealing with Dorian as an entity? Well, for for, oh, me, it's been, for it, me, it's been almost 15, 16. 15, I watch these things coming the off. Waves the waves of, coming of, uh, Africa, off of the Africa. Yeah, yeah. So we have been tracking this as an entity yeah, since for August. basically, yeah, for, for over yeah. two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. I think I think uh, when when the history books are written on this storm, the things that will stand out one obviously is a stalling out over uh, the northern portion of the Bahamas. It's very rare to see a Cat Five yeah. stall, stall right. and stay there for as long as Dorian did. That's mm-hmm. just something very unusual. Yep. The second thing I I, I, I that I'm horrified by. Imagine if, if this thing went west 
another 100 miles yeah. or so mm. installed out near Miami or the Palm Beaches. Oh. It would have been a, I mean, yeah. I, it was a disaster over the northern Bahamas. Imagine yeah. if, if it's mind boggling when it would you have think been widespread. About that. Yeah. yeah. So, and so when people say, oh, uh, you guys over forecasted, uh uh-uh. uh, this thing could have, you know, yeah. this thing could have easily gone. The way a the crow bit flies west. from the Bahamas oh, to yeah. the east coast of not Florida is not very far. That's no, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you kind of like scratched the surface when, you know, you were talking about the impacts that it could have, even when you were looking at that storm surge and like videos from people from Florida, like yeah. reaching the second floor mm-hmm. of the house. Yeah. Like exactly. that's still pretty yeah. frightening. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I, that's That brings up another point. Two points. One, when you when you build a house along the coast, you better build high. You better be yep. up high. You mm-hmm. better have concrete pilings with rebar so that they don't. It doesn't. And you don't build. You don't. You don't make your concrete with salt water. You make <laughs> no. it with non-salt water because yep. the salt water will destroy the rebar. Right. S- secondly, if you it, don't even build near the coast, just stay away from the coast. You mm-hmm. know, that's that would be my thing. Is, yep. is just stay away from the coast entirely and just go uh, visit there and, and live in. Yeah, Lens. exactly. <laughs> the the, the coast. The reason why the coast is there is because uh, that you know, you know the way the way the weather and the and the ocean work together. It it just you know yep. eventually eventually any place along any coast is going to succumb to the elements. Yep. You know, so, elements went out. Yeah. <laughs> It has been a crazy, crazy few days. And, you know, we here at AccuWeather and, of course, with the Weather Insider podcast, we can't thank you two enough for, for all the hard work that you've done and, and taking these times to, to, come on the, to come on the podcast to talk about it. And, obviously, two of the best in the business. Our, our hurricane expert, Dan Kutlowski and Dave Dombeck, senior meteorologist. Thank you guys so much once again for spending time with us and talking all about Dorian. Okay, Andy. Right. Our pleasure. And we will be back on Monday with Evan Myers and Bernie Reno with a brand new edition of Weather Insider. Thank you so much for listening.